I am Marche Monet, and the name of this podcast is Logos and Vitus, which means Word and God and Truth. So, this is episode eight. The title of this episode is Are You in a Job Season? Now, I ain't finna read the whole book of Job. Now, I just want y'all to know that because I believe y'all can do that all by yourself. So, I would say this all the time, but the one reason, like basically the main reason why my faith is so strong is because of Brother Job and his entire story. Now, if you haven't read the book of Job, I highly recommend that you do, especially if you feel as if what you're going through right now is the worst thing that's on earth right now. By the way, I read the book and um, the book doesn't answer why Papa allows suffering. Um, According to Job, suffering isn't revealed in the book of Job. And I looked, y'all. I looked. It's not even in there why he suffered. I feel like at this point, I don't have to remind y'all what time it is. Baby, it's notes time. Get them notes out because this is going to be a lot of scriptures, a lot of scriptures. So first scripture would be Job chapter 1 verse 8 in the NIV. It says, then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. So the devil said that Job was only faithful to faithful and believe in God because of how blessed he was. Right. Throughout the book, Job believed that he was innocent. One of his friends concluded that Papa allowed suffering to happen to be a warning for future sins because pain and suffering builds your character and teaches people valuable lessons. And I agree with Joe, one of Joe's friends when he said that pain and suffering builds your character and teaches people valuable lessons. And I think, again, I think god that i read the book of job before i lost a couple of family members last year because of course it hurts but job story is the main reason why my faith is so strong like i can't get enough of seeing it in my opinion death can have either two effects on you it will either draw you closer to god or draw you away and i'm just thankful that it drew me closer to problem job did challenge god justice now don't get it twisted like he did ask he had all these questions and brother job he even cursed the day he was born i was like he was going through it so the second scripture is job chapter 1 verse 10 in the niv it says have you not put a hedge of protection around him in his household and everything he has you have blessed the works of his hand so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land so reading that scripture had me thanking papa when i realized how he has placed a head of protection around everything job had and how blessed he was i do feel as if it's important to pray that heads of protection around our lives our family lives friends loved ones lives like i believe in praying for the people i love care about think about i believe in praying for them every day praying for them every chance i get every time they cross my mind because the enemy he just walking around seeking who he may devour and it's like have you been praying for that situation or you wait you know to the last minute and like questioning god what happened and god was like again i gave you free will you didn't pray for that person you didn't pray for that thing and the enemy came in and now you blaming me instead of the enemy right because 
I just feel like we all have to stay prayed up and pray for each other, even our enemies, because, you know, God told us to pray for our enemies as well and turn from our wicked ways. And I just know Papa will open the floodgates of heaven and release his joy, his peace, everything he has to offer to his faithful children, like the eternal things, not the temporary things that the enemy allows you to have. So this scripture, y'all, Job chapter one, verse 12, it says, the Lord said to Satan, very well, then everything he has is in your power but on the man himself do not lay a finger so after satan took job children his animals from him job still praised and worshiped god while he was grieving you see how the enemy works because he couldn't break him the first time he spent the block again so when or if you are in a job season, instead of questioning God, start putting the full armor of God every day. Repeat the scripture, James 4, verse 7, daily. Because James 4, 7 says, um, submit to God, resist the devil, and he has to flee from you. So you already speaking according to God's word. And we all know that God's word has not ever returned back to him void. Thank you, Jesus. And start praying prayers against the enemy, telling him to get his hands off of you and your loved ones. Start pleading the blood of Jesus over your life, over your family's life, loved one's life. Because again, I will keep telling my people that this is not a flesh and blood fight. This is a spiritual battle. According to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Like if you stay prayed up and if you stay, Lord, you said this. And if you're doing what pleases God. It shall come to pass. And it's all about checking your heart posture. Like, are you doing it for your pleasures or are you doing for God to get the glory? You know, and no matter what you're going through, keep Romans chapter 12, verse 2 and John 16, 33 in your front pocket, not your back pocket, baby, your front pocket. You feel me? So in chapter two. Satan wants to continue to shake Job's faith by causing Job to have some type of disease. When I say brother Job went through it, brother Job went through it. And the enemy did everything in his power to shake Job's faith and still fail. So when you read the book of Job and understand, like even ask the Holy Spirit to break down scriptures that you don't understand or seek somebody who is wiser than you, who has wisdom um, that comes from God and just see how the whole thing plays out because if you think about it god gave satan permission to flip job's life sideways upside down like a whole 360 but papa told you have to pay attention papa told satan that he could he couldn't take his life like that stood out to me like it really did because that scripture reminded me for Christians, no matter how hard life gets for those who have attempted or if you know someone who attempted suicide and is still here this day, Papa, like, no, it's not your time, my child. I am with you. Keep pushing through. And I thank him for his mercy. I just thank Papa for his mercy because we all know some people who attempted, you know, still here in and some people are not. And it's just like his mercy and the enemy has taking some people through the mud you feel me you probably have questions like why all this stuff happening to me like you probably like job the enemy sees something in you that you don't see and the reason why you still here today is because god's like no you're not done no i'm not letting this premature death happen like no he can do any and everything to you but he cannot take your life and that's why you are still here to this day 
So the enemy, it just, he just got on my nerves. And so you have all these questions like Job wanted to give, want to give up, wanted to give up. You feel as if the enemy is winning, but always remember that Jesus has already defeated the enemy. Like we actually have authority over the enemy. The enemy has no power over us. The only power he has over us is that you give to him. He doesn't have any power over us whatsoever we have power over him according to luke chapter 10 verse 19 through 20 so y'all in my opinion because of all of us who have a calling on our lives the enemy can see it like i said and he doesn't want you to know your purpose and when he starts seeing you being around god-fearing people he try to have you backslide into your old ways dip back into the world and then that's when you can't hear the voice of God. You can't hear his signs. You can't hear his wonders. You don't even have the urge to read the word. And the and His the Bible is the key to life. The Bible is the key to getting through every situation that comes your way. You know? And in my opinion, like no matter what happens, especially if God has a purpose on your life, it shall come to pass. Like there may be some redirection but it shall come to pass and so we all know we have a purpose start starts bringing pain doing things that draw us away from god and because he's a gentleman he's not going to force again i'm always say this he's not going to force a relationship on you so if you distance yourself it'll be by his grace and his mercy that he sent people your direction to bring you back into the plans that he has for you because it says in the bible that the plans he has for us to pro prosper us like he doesn't want any of his children to go through any pain or harm because of time and y'all and attention spans i would not read all these scriptures through i'll just tell you the scripture i won't even read the verse so y'all it is very essential essential to for you to have in your circle like it's very important for you to know who you have in your ear and your circle because y'all and i just be i'll be talking to papa when i be reading his word so y'all joe wife was like as silly as a person can be in my opinion you feel me so this scripture right here it says joe chapter 2 verse 9 in the niv his wife said to him are you still maintaining your integrity curse god and die what my boy responds was my my boy responded he was like you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Like, are you serious? So Joe was like, oh, you one of those. You only praise God during the good times. When stuff starts to get tough, you don't want to read his word. You don't want to put your faith in his promises. Job could have easily agreed with his wife but and listened to his so-called friends. Again, that's why it's very important to know who you have in your circle and what they're feeding into you like negative energy is just like i can't do it i will walk out the room no i'm like no i'm not having this because you have an option to either indulge in it or walk away from it i'm gonna walk away from it every time in jesus name so again be careful who you call your friends and start and just start praying for them that's papa that papa will soften their hearts and they will turn from their wicked ways repent and be baptized you feel me like all glory be to god so I'm going to slow down right here because this is some good stuff, y'all. This is some good stuff. Like, if you want the people who listen to the podcast and you take notes, baby, this is what you're going to need right here. So this is some stuff that I read from my the Woman's Study Bible, the NIV. And it says, the wrong ways 
to withdraw from Papa and demand to know why you're expect you're experiencing suffering. So this says this is the wrong and right ways to go about things when you're in a suffering season. So the right way is to know who in charge, according to Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight through thirty. Okay. And another right way is to acknowledge that he is with you. Like he tell us he with us and he'll never leave nor forsaken us. Like no matter how hard life gets, he's right there. So that's according to Hebrews chapter 13, verse five. Okay. So another right way is to pray all the more according to first Peter chapter five, verse six to seven. Like me, I stay prayed up. You feel me? I got to, this is a spiritual battle. Like being chosen ain't I be telling people being chosen ain't easy. Like it's not easy. It's not for the weak. So a wrong way is to withdraw from others, right? Because when you're withdrawing from others and you by yourself, the enemy is loud in your ear. Like it's very loud. But when you surround yourself with people who wants to see you prosper, who wants to see you become the best version of yourself, who wants to pour life into you, who wants to tell you to go to uh, read this this sermon read this book to help you grow it's best to always be around people that is going to uplift you that's so that's the wrong way is withdrawing from others so a right way is to fellowship with other believers according to hebrews chapter 10 verse 24 through 25 so a wrong way is to decide the limit to your own endurance the right way is to know that God sets and know your limits. So scripture for that is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. So a wrong way is to seek your own remedies, according to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 22. So the right way is to trust in the Lord to guide you. And that's according to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. So another wrong way is to give up. It's given to depression or any type of unhappiness. Like, no, like that's what the enemy wants. We're not giving the enemy what he wants. I declare and decree that in Jesus name. Amen. So a couple of more. The right way is to wait upon the Lord, according to Psalms 27. And y'all, I be waiting. I'm like, OK, Bible, I don't like this, but your words say this, but I'm going to wait on you. You know, I'm like a spoiled child, but I. I'm going to wait on you because your ways are better than my ways. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Like, I'm going to wait. And the wrong way is to give up on yourself. Like, no matter how hard life gets, like, y'all, if you that person, please don't give up on yourself. You got to see it through. Got to see it through, my boy. You got to see it through and pay attention what you're surrounding yourself with and who you're surrounding yourself with. Um... The right way is to seek the truth according to John chapter 8, verse 32. And the wrong way is to become angry because we know anger is not, it doesn't come from God. And the right way is to master the anger according to James chapter 1, verse 19 through 20. Because I read that one because I've noticed and I've allowed God to show me that I was struggling with anger when it comes to certain things. So James 1 verse 19 through 20 is this where it's at. So the, another right way is to have hope in the Lord 
according to Job chapter 13, verse 15, the wrong ways to be impatient. Like, he's not a genie in a bottle. And I don't think most people realize that he's not a genie in a bottle. And I don't think most people, and I, again, I don't think most people realize that this how they're treating him. Like, you have to be aware of how you treat Papa because he wants a relationship. He doesn't want a routine. He doesn't want, like, this whatever, whatever. I'm going to choose to talk to you when I want to. Like, he's, like, we be hurting his feelings sometimes, believe it or not. And, yeah, get into it. We need to do better. So, the right way is to wait for Papa perfect timing, according to Psalms 31, chapter 14 through 15. So these are so these scriptures right here. It talks about the three ways on how to comfort people who are suffering. So the wrong way is to anticipate the situation, right? The right way is to empathize with the sufferer, with the person who's suffering, right? According to Romans chapter twelve, verse fifteen. So the wrong way is to have a know-it-all attitude. We don't want that. The right way is to pray for others according to James 1 5 and the wrong way is to assure the cause of the suffering like what may cause this like this don't even try to think about like no the right way is to listen to the person who is suffering according to James 1 19 so another way is to consider causes another right way is to consider the cause other than the suffering according to Job chapter 4 verse 7 John chapter 9, verse 2 through 3, and Hebrews chapter 5, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 through 11. So, chapter 32, 32 through 37, Papa showed up to Job and gave Job this virtual tour, y'all, showing Job how complex the universe is and how Papa has his eyes on every little detail and how Job only sees the very, very small portion, which is his life and which he surrounds himself with. So something I admire about Job and I pray that you all do as well is how he went to God and poured out his feelings, right? Like he poured out everything, the good, the bad, like how he felt. And through, like, he told Papa, like, he didn't have, he didn't hold nothing back. But I just admire, like, how he did not completely give up on God, knowing how to trust God even through pain and suffering. So, yeah, that was, the book of Job is highly encouraged if you feel like you're going through the worst right now. So, I'm going to say a prayer. So, Father God, I come to you with thanksgiving. Father God, thank you for allowing the listener to make it to the very end of this podcast. I intercede for them, Heavenly Father. I ask that you forgive them for their sins they have committed, Father, known and unknown. Father God, right now, I'm asking that you meet the listener more than halfway right now at this moment. I ask that you touch them right now, Father, allowing them to feel your presence right now, Lord. Lord, everything and everyone who is under sound of my voice and is experiencing the Job season, I ask, Father, that you send an angel to comfort them the same way you did for Elijah during his depression. Father, for those who are ex- who will experience a Job season, I ask that you have angels lining up ready to comfort them. Father, I pray for those who are under the sound of my voice that their faith will not be shaken but strengthened right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the listener will have the urge to turn to you in your word instead of turning to the world for answers, for God guidance for peace for joy for love for a sound mind for everlasting 
that you have to offer God. Lord, I pray that the listener will have the urge to trust you no matter what comes their way. Because if you did it for Job, we know you can do it for us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray the same prayer Elijah prayed for the servant. I pray that you will open the listener eyes the same way you open the servant's eyes right now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you lead the listener to your word so that the listener will know and understand that the enemy has no power over them, Father. But we have authority over him and his demons in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray right now for the listeners that they will now start walking in their purpose in the name of Jesus. And they will not backslide back into the world. I declare and decree that in the name of Jesus and that. It is so in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.